133 times we have graced these microphones. They didn't always start off with these microphones. No. Grace microphones. We didn't spend money on on stuff because we weren't sure how this was going to go. Well, this all started with you saying, I have equipment. Do you want to do a podcast? (laughs) And we tried to do one on Smurfs, but we didn't know enough about Smurfs. (laughs) And here we are. It's it's been like what five years since you said let's make a podcast. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, almost three years of doing this one, almost. That's nuts. I'm sorry. I'm just hung up on what the Smurf podcast would have been. <laughs> like, would we have called it like Three Apples High podcast or La 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 cast? La 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 cast. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Would we have had to wear like Smurf caps though? I would have done that. I definitely would have. <laughs> Can you buy Smurf hats? That be just, I just you go, could just make them, but like you go to the dollar store at Christmas time, you buy like an elf hat and like paint it white, or you go to like or a like Santa hat for Papa yeah. Smurf, and then you can use the white fluff as a beard. We should <laughs> cosplay as the Smurfs at Star Wars Celebration, twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I have to start by saying. Uh, my sister just got engaged on oh. Friday. Yeah. Spoiler. I don't know if she, if she wants anybody to know yet, but she's engaged. Anyway, and she's, I'm like, so the joke is like, when's the date? Because whenever you get engaged, the first thing everybody asks is when's the date? Yeah. And obviously you haven't thought that far because you just got engaged. So I jokingly said it. And then I was talking to her earlier today and I said, ah, you just can't get married on August 27th, the 30th next year. <laughs> Because she's yeah. like, why? I'm like, because we're going to Anaheim to Star Wars Celebration and you just can't get married. <laughs> and that weekend, I was, I've become that guy. Like, Star Wars comes first, your wedding comes second. You need to understand this. <laughs> um, but anyway, she said, oh, it's not going to be that weekend anyway. So that that worked out. Nice. Um, yeah, so I, it looks like I'll still be going to Star Wars Celebration. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was on uh, the interwebs earlier this week, last week, and... Um, this actress named Brie Larson. <laughs> Have you heard of her? And she's been in a few movies. Um, she was in Community. Right? Was she? Was she? I think she was in an episode of Community. I don't awesome. remember things. She was in The Room or Room. Which one was she in? <laughs> she was in the, the good one. Not the bad one. The good one. Which I guess <laughs> you could... Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she's obsessed with Star Wars. She was at the grand opening of Galaxy's yeah. Edge. And, and she posted a picture of her in Jedi robes. And uh, and angry fanboys took to, to social medias and said, She should not be in Star Wars. And I was like, what? I just saw Captain Marvel a week ago. I was like, I, you know, I liked Captain Marvel in Endgame. And I liked the movie Captain Marvel, which everybody else hated apparently. But I thought it was good. And I didn't hate her in it either. So uh, I'm okay with her being in a Star Wars movie if she wants. Why shouldn't she be in the movie? I don't understand. Like, why shouldn't a beautiful woman be in a Star Wars movie? Because, Brock, she said that white men over 40 should not critique A Wrinkle in Time because that's not who the movie was targeted for. And thus, she hates all white men over 40. Did she actually do that? Well, she said something along... I'm paraphrasing. No, she said something along the lines of, I don't need an old white guy to tell me about wrinkle in time give me Correct. oh yes give me like a, yeah that. like give me a, a young girl you know which is which yeah, is actually yeah, a yeah. it is actually a fair point like that movie yeah. 
It's like if, if we went to go see a Star Wars movie and a Trekkie walked in and reviewed it, like, you know, they're going to have a different opinion than a Star Wars fan is going to have an opinion. Like, it's just movie genres and, you know, I, I mean, I, I, half of what she's saying made sense. The other half is if it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie. It doesn't matter who reviews it. You know, I mean, I love bad movies. We all know I love bad movies. I just said yeah. I like Captain Marvel and I don't think that that, that was probably fresh around tomatoes, actually. Uh, I think so. I think it did well. Like, I think it did what it did and it went away. You know what I mean? It's, it made a uh, billion dollars. Like, it made yeah. a billion dollars. But, that's, but James, a billion dollars isn't enough anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Like, as long as they could pay the people that, that made the movie and possibly make a second one, it's a success. But you know what I mean? Like, I think it did well. I think a lot of people liked it. But, you know, it's not doing, like, uh, what's the second one? Endgame. Like, it's not oh, the I'm endgame the, effect. Or, but that's a whole different thing. Like, you know. I, I, I liked Spider-Man Far From Home better than Captain Marvel. Um, I probably, like, have you seen it yet? No. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say anything. But spoiler yeah. alert. Mysterio. <laughs> it's Spider-Man. Mysterio's in it. Um, I liked it. I liked, from, but I like Spider. Like I like Spider Man. So it's really hard yeah. for like the year Amazing Spider Man Two came out. That was my number one movie of the year. So suck it. Uh, <laughs> like I just like Spider Man. I don't care. Uh, I like that better. I I don't think I liked it better than Endgame. Uh, but I liked it a lot. I liked it better than Black Panther, and I liked it better than Ant Man, mm-hmm. and I really liked Ant Man a lot. Um, I just liked it. I don't know. Maybe I was in a good yeah. mood when I saw it. I was just like, it was. I also was expecting nothing. <laughs> like my yeah. expectations were hard because you said people you went with thought were, it was boring. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard people be like, ah, oh, it's not that good. And everyone says Shazam is way better, which I still haven't seen either. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, whatever. She should be a Star Wars because she's a, she's an A-list actress. And if she wants to be in a movie, you put yeah. her in a movie because the last movie she made made a billion dollars and she won an Oscar. Yeah. And why wouldn't you want a person like that who's already excited about Star Wars to be on a Star Wars project. I mean, look what she did for like the end game, um, the end game uh, red carpet for the premiere. She wore that like jewel thing and mm-hmm. it was the infinity stones. She doesn't have to do that. She just does it. Cause she wants to, I mean, maybe like someone gave her the idea to do it, but like she was like, boom, you know, infinity glove. And it's just like, uh, and also, you know, she's a good actress. She was in, Scott Pilgrim versus uh versus the universe versus the world world uh, Toronto yeah Toronto she's Canadian so we're always gonna support her anyways uh but yeah uh relax <laughs> you know what screw it I don't want her in Star Wars I want her to direct a Star Wars <laughs> yeah yeah I, it was cool like with all the hate with all hate there's always an extra like uh love for it uh Joe Quinones I believe I'm pronouncing that properly uh, he's an artist currently with Marvel. He does a lot of Star Wars, actually, and did, drew a picture of um, Brie Larson in like uh, it's just like a it's like a profile shot, but she's wearing the robes and like but she has like a Padawan braid like flying out of the hood, and it's cool. I'm like, yeah, hooray! Everyone like <laughs> he likes it, and he works with Star Wars constantly. So relax, everyone else. <laughs> No one knows how to relax in this day and age. Honestly, you know, it's like there is the argument that she's too high profile to be in Star Wars. But is she higher profile than who am I thinking? 
Is she higher profile than some of the people that have been in Star Wars? And Alec Guinness, say, in A New Hope time? Yeah. Is she higher profile than Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Uh, is she higher profile than Liam Neeson? I, would, I, I mean, she might be a tier higher than Ewan McGregor or two maybe now. Perhaps, um, yeah. But she's an Academy Award winner who yeah. is just in what is – I think it's actually because they re-released it is going to pass Avatar, who was in the biggest movie of all time. And was like the new like hot ticket in that movie. Like, God, Marvel's gonna be in it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, and she has two haircuts in the movie. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that was like the big. <laughs> I love I love when time passes. It's like we all got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the characters got more than a haircut, and it was the best thing that ever happened to a Marvel movie. Ever. I'm talking about Thor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't say what happens because, like I said, like not everybody has seen it. And this is not the place to get spoilers, but I will spoil Spider-Man because Brock hasn't seen it. Just a spider. No. <laughs> I wish I could turn off this guy <laughs> and then come right back. No, I. It, the, well, I want to take. Erin hasn't seen Spider-Man yet, and I want to take her, but she hasn't seen Endgame either. And I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can't even show you a Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> Because you haven't seen Endgame. So, there you go. I think, anyway, we'll we'll talk about that on our other podcast. Marvel, (laughs) our Smurf podcast, can deal with that. Anyway, everybody, thanks so much for joining us for the 133rd time. Like we said earlier, that's Brock. I'm James. Yeah. Uh, We have live streams on Monday. Thanks, everybody, that joined us on the live stream this Monday where we did a Never Tell the Odds and the internet or Skype or something blew out, so we stopped it. Uh, should we promote Heidi's book? Yeah, we should. Hit it up. Well, you got to go to lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. And you can get Heidi's book. The list price is $8.99. And wow. it's, uh, her name's Heidi, but the, the, um, the pen name that she's using is Anne Dryden. Uh, Bride of the Dragon King is the name of the book. Uh, you can add it to your card. It's very easy to use Lulu.com. Uh, <laughs> she uses a pen name, but in the the I got I should let her know. But the author it says about Heidi Fetter on the side. Oh really? Uh, yeah, Heidi, and then in brackets Android. And so she knows what's going on. She actually okay. Never mind. She knows. She knows. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a really good story. You guys should check this out. The artwork on it is the cover is cool. I may get her to do the cover of my upcoming book, which um is going to happen. <laughs> um anyway go to lulu.com uh, to check out Heidi's book we'll put a link in the description below and on our third anniversary we will be giving away a copy signed by Anne Dryden herself wow uh, so that should be a lot of fun so check that out um other big news that happened this week are red stormtroopers are not called red stormtroopers they are called sith troopers we <laughs> we lightly touched on this on the live stream uh, they are, I think, confirmed all of them are clones of Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, check out that live stream to hear uh, Hawks Holocron's odds on that one. But, Brock, what were your first impressions of the Sith Trooper? I mean, they're awesome. Like, the merchandise alone is like, wow. And, you know, San Diego is on, uh, uh, is happening, is about to happen, whatever. Uh, it's awesome, awesome looking stuff. The pops look great. The black series look great. You can't, you can't hurt 
putting in a new stormtrooper. It's almost like if we didn't get a new stormtrooper, we'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. uh, I just I watched the Star Wars uh, YouTube show because uh, it seemed like they had the most information on it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, dude. Well, they they should. They, they should. Have, I mean, they well, have yeah. a Star Wars show. But like the probably problem, and I said this at the web stream is like, uh, it, it's cool, but like it's when you look at the merchandise, I don't think anything specifically says Rise of the Skywalker. I could be completely wrong, right? Like, but like no one's talking about what the, I mean. We're hypothesizing on on uh, like it's it's saying oh it's from Rise of Skywalker, but then like. I don't know, like, no, no one's getting an explanation of why Sith Trooper, like, why Sith Trooper all of a sudden, I mean, uh, I'm down for it, because it looked, like, in that fake poster we got a couple months ago, they're in the forefront, and we're like, ooh, that looks like, uh, the Stormtrooper from, uh, Resistance, like, this is awesome, is this a way to connect it, uh, what is it, but, I, it, it doesn't make sense because we haven't talked about Sith Trooper or Sith for almost uh, two movies now, and like if it was an old st- stormtrooper, I'm I'm not wrong, right? It's the for it's the uh, first order helmet, right? It's not oh, yeah. The, yeah yeah. So like that blend, I I need to understand why it is. I I don't know what you think, James. I think CVP has been behind everything from the start. The first order mm. was all born from shivp um but here's what i think i bought this little thing do you see it brock can you see that <laughs> yeah. on your screen there you go for you. this is commander pyre from the resistance show i have not yeah. i haven't watched resistance but i'm gonna wait for my nephew so we can do the kid cast together <laughs> um but i love this uh commander pyre he might be in my top five list i don't even know what he does because he's a gold phasma yeah or she's a gold phasma i know it's a guy but anyway it awesome Look at thing. I love stormtroopers. I saw the red one and I was like, just, I took out my wallet. I have no money. And I took out my debit card and I put it on the counter. And I said, somebody take all of my money and buy me <laughs> all of them. That black series figure of it looks amazing. The Funko pop looked amazing. The t-shirt that I'm going to own with them on, it's going to look amazing. They're going to look great behind me. I think it is fantastic looking now. Is this another C2B5 from Rogue One where this these characters don't appear basically in the movie whatsoever? We're going to find out. But I think we're going to learn right from the get-go that, that Emperor Palpatine was behind all of this from the start. And uh, this is just... These might be just... I, I like the idea. I'm hoping that they're clones, like the clone troopers. I hope we, that it goes full circle back to that. Yeah. Um, but I would also like it that maybe unlike you know, like the clones are clones, but maybe like Grievous, they aren't Sith themselves, but they are trained in the arts. Yeah. And there is a training that they have. And so they can't yeah. completely be Sith, but they know they understand it and the workings of it and they can you know, it doesn't look like they have lightsabers, but maybe they do. Maybe they have some red lightsabers. Because what do we all want? More lightsaber battles and what is Daisy yeah. Daisy Ridley has promised us? An epic lightsaber battle, possibly the best one to ever be in Star Wars. What does that entail? I have no idea. But if it's a hundred Sith troopers and Kylo Ren and Ray and Luke and Obi-Wan and Yoda and, and Qui-Gon and Mace and it's not, but it, it's just like how epic is that? I think when she says it's epic, it's her and Kylo, and it's going to be a phenomenal duel. But 
Yeah. Look, man, this is your last hurrah. This is the Skywalker saga. Every Star Wars movie that comes out after this is lesser because of it. it I mean, eventually it might be greater, but you know what I mean? Like, this is it. This is your last hurrah. This is your end game. Every Marvel movie that comes out now is going to be lesser than end game. The stakes aren't there yet. We don't know what they yeah. are until later on. So do what end game did. Just give us everything. Give us these, give us the, and they, look, they went back to George Lucas to rewrite this and get help with this. And how do you bring back CVP? How do you do this? How do you do that? They went back to him. And I think that was the right move because this should be everything. Everything should just be involved in this. Just let the restraints off and do what you want to do. Make the ultimate Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Um, I really like the idea that they're clones. It would also, <laughs> as you were talking, I'm like, what if, if <laughs> maybe it's not like a full army, maybe it's like 20 of them, but it's all reanimated corpses of past Jedi. <laughs> take off the helmet, Ewan McGregor, take off the helmet, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Somehow but, there's a Yoda head. <laughs> but imagine, like, Shivi could have been in there. Shivi Pease could have been in you know, the old Jedi temple mm-hmm. and gotten like blood samples that I'm sure they had in their labs or whatever. And just been like, let's clone Plo Koon. Let's clone Kit Fisto. Yeah. yeah. Let's clone. Like, I don't think that'll happen. I think that's, a, that is something that I think would happen on a series, but on a, in a movie, I don't think it's going to happen, but, but why, yeah. but also why not? Like, why not just be like, yep. Yeah, yeah. GVP had the ability and he did it. He and, takes over the Jedi temple. Yep. You can't tell me there isn't DNA evidence in the med bay. Jedi get hurt. Um, also, like, I've been sort of, like, unimpressed by Palpatine returning. But I always loved in Rebels the last season where they do this, like, I always call it the Star Bridge. I can't remember the actual name. World Between like, Worlds. World world between worlds if they could like work that in because that that would be one it would make re- the, the re- like the rebe- uh, rebels episode like make like be so important because he put you could have just found it but and then not had palpatine in but he was there anyways uh if it's like that's how it explains his whole plan that perhaps <laughs> perhaps he was a time traveler the whole time or a dimension hopper. So a past one of him came back. Like that would be so convoluted, but like I would love that. <laughs> I don't know if it fits in the movies because I feel like it's a little far-fetched, but I I feel like in general uh, Lucasfilm and Marvel and Disney want to create like a new like mysticism to this uh, especially in Dr. Aphra they're really pushing the idea that like the Jedi weren't as great as you think they were so it's like we might not have Sith and Jedi but like the force always exists so we can move on Like, so like maybe this is a moment where we can like whoa that's crazy Palpatine can do this <laughs> what so I don't know uh, but yeah going back to the Sith Troopers they look awesome I even think you said in the live stream it's like the Death Troopers are never really called the Death Troopers. There's just a name. But so it could just be a bait and switch. I think it might be a 
uh, Constable Vesuvian, where like it gets cut, but they still make a toy, anyways. <laughs> I hope that is not the case. Mm-hmm. I said, it's funny because it's like I saw a story when I was looking for news. It's like apparently Last Jedi is reshooting or uh, doing going back for reshoots, and I'm like, yeah, that's what movies do. <laughs> I was like, that's not a story. I didn't even read it. So I don't know if it was trying to be like, oh my God, there's trouble on the Star Wars run. I'm like, no, there's not. <laughs> you reshoot things all the time. I, I don't even want to talk about reshoots. I'm <laughs> I'm over that going forward. All right. Uh, let's move on. All right. Oh, sorry. I'm just. What if Brie Larson is a Sith trooper? Ooh, Why maybe. not? Why not? Do we want that though? I mean, we saw Finn take off the helmet. Well, she like Daniel Craig, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I thought you meant like actually reveal herself. I just keep envisioning a, a scene now where like people take off helmets and reveal someone underneath, which she, never really happened. I, no, I don't think we're ever going to see another stormtrooper take off there, unless there's like yeah. at the end there's like a coup or something. So I just I, any stormtrooper that sides with the first order slash empire will not take off their helmet but when they're like i'm with you then they'll take them off uh, right, but i don't think right. we'll see any stuff maybe that's where matt smith is i don't think we'll see any um faces i don't want i don't want to be that she's not a sith trooper i was just joking she's not in star wars <laughs> she's not um all right let's move on to uh uh good old chewbacca Jonas has been talking and I think it was IMDb said like what's the most shocking thing or movie or something, and he said the one that I'm that's about to come out that I'm in, <laughs> and uh, that's a huge paraphrase. Uh, I don't have the quote in front of me because I won't load. But uh, he said that uh, so Star Wars, uh, according to him, or not really according to him, we're all speculating that according to him, the Rise of Skywalker will be extremely shocking. Brock, does that shock you? Uh, no. I don't. I think I said this before. I don't really. <laughs> I I like to stay positive and believe everything actors say, but they're also just talking about you know, hey, come see my movie. It's good. So I think Juno Satamo is a Satamo is a kind of guy that's probably down to earth anyway. So, um, because you know what I mean. Like it's sort of like it's fun what they do, but it's a job, you know. Like, it's not, you know, there's so much CG and green screen in these movies now that, like, you're not really seeing the full effect till you watch it later on. Uh, so, like, oh, I mean, I guess he's watching clips, maybe seeing edited stuff, right? And they're like, wow. <laughs> so, like, you just go, like, when you're on set, it's like, oh, there's that guy in the green suit walking away from me. It turns out it's a, you know, a rancor, but it's not uh like so it's sort of like it's you know maybe it's a good thing i don't know i'm excited uh and uh he's chewbacca so i believe everything he says to me i'm gonna take him at his word and yeah. why not shock us when you can shock us with this movie um like i said just give us the ultimate star wars movie things are gonna happen yeah. there's gonna be consequences make sure there are consequences kill, kill off kylo ren in the first 10 minutes of the movie Wow. <laughs> you have enough characters, you could do it. Just kill him off. Just be like, <laughs> bam, 
his head is on the ground and you're like what just happened like i don't like the term ultimate star wars i'm not going after you because you said the ultimate star wars movie like the second you start saying stuff like that then you're immediately gonna get people once they see it they're like oh it wasn't good it was were terrible like you watch the star wars uh show episode where they talk about the sith troopers right yep Right after that, they had a segment with a band. I forget what they were called, but they were just talking about Star Wars movie, and they're like, my favorite movie is Last Jedi, and they're in their, like, 20s or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, Han Solo is great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is what we need. People that are just like, I like Star Wars, and this is what I like, and that's cool. The end. <laughs> like, So, anyways. But this movie is the end, Brock. <laughs> this is the end. But this is, I'm still like, I still don't understand what is Star Wars, what makes this what makes this more like what makes the next trilogy star wars because right now star wars is i mean you everyone's like well it's this and that's like well no it's been skywalker it's been anakin skywalker luke skywalker ray not skywalker like it's been like this is what we've known of star wars so far and we talked about this on the thing but everybody has been you know and you mentioned how it's two game of thrones but everybody has been related to everybody it's been a small universe because it is isolated we're looking at an isolated story so when you remove that isolation you break us off into something else will you know the regular moviegoers care about something called star wars but has nothing that resembles star wars in the faces on the screen there might be a lightsaber there might be an empire there might Mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. this or that but it will be you know missing something so do they bring in a yoda I don't know if it's Yoda, but a Yoda, Luke, Obi- like something like yeah. that. To tie, is there going to be something to tie them together? Or are they going to be completely separate? Um, which is why I still think that you know Ray didn't have to be a Skywalker or anything, but they put the Force Awakens to put too much emphasis on Luke for them to be able to branch the new characters off into their own because mm-hmm. he's so important to everything. Um, that really the new trilogy is still about Luke, which is why I think a lot of people kind of feel let down by, by Luke and Lesha, if that makes sense. I don't know. I like, here's something that just popped into my head. Do we really know the importance of Luke? Yeah, we know he's the main character from the movies and he reestablishes balance, but it's just like, he's a, a main character. He's the everyman, and you follow him through the movie and he wins the day. But then what is his like what he him doing that is great. But then what is his point after that? You know what I mean? And it's sort of he becomes like this uh ghost story, this legend in the galaxy. And of course, I know we haven't been told what happens between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. But like do we need that story? I, I think that's in one of the odds or later on. Uh, it's, just, it's just like, I feel like we've put so much emphasis on things that like, I love Luke Skywalker. I like Mark Hamill. Like, I'm not, I'm just sort of thinking like, we need to move on because you're starting to see these gaps where it's just like, why is Luke so important? Why is Anakin so important? What was, at what point is the balance reestablished? I don't know because... <laughs> You get the new trilogy, and it's just like, oh, we're just back to the thing. Uh, so, I don't know. Is there... And now, like I said earlier, it's like, oh, the Jedi aren't as good as they seem. So, it's like, 
will we get an answer in episode nine where it's like balanced, reestablished, or or whatever? The mm-hmm. galaxy is back to where. I mean, with order, you always need chaos, right? I mean, that's I don't know. I'm just I'm just like on a tangent now. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's move on to never tell me the odds. They're brought to us by Patreon. Our Patreon, Patreon. supporters. If you want to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. You got early access and uh, some bonus stuff going on over there. So today's Patreons are Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler. Bill Stanforth, JRP, Nerdcast, Scott D, Jacob Nixon, Andy Higgins, Mason Hope, Matt W, Tony Comstock, FP, and Den of Nerds. The Den of... Do not watch that channel. Yeah, Un- they're the worst. Yeah, unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I'm just joking. Uh, we do. I do have to point out... Um, I think I mentioned on the live stream... But if you go to Kickstarter and type in Shadows of the Empire, there is a Shadows of the Empire series in development. It is being Kickstarter right now. I think there's 12, 11, 10 days, somewhere around there. By the time this goes up, I'm not sure. So it might be 11 or 10 days left. In that, um, Patreons, you get to listen to the Outlander Club that I did with him, uh, David Ortiz, who's the creator of that, the other day. Everyone else will get that soon. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's going to be a really cool uh project and uh support it if you can i think it's gonna be a lot of like i said it's gonna be a lot of fun to see dash rendar come to life good old yeah. dash rendar yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah. uh prince shizor as well there's a whole lot you know well brock you've played the games and all that it shadows <laughs> is a cool story i think yeah yeah i read i read the book the book was like better than the game oh because, for like, sure you miss stuff in the game and um, it, that was like it was a book video game comic there was a soundtrack for it uh, it was it had everything it was pretty awesome um yeah today's odds are going to be mostly focused on shadows of the empire because of that kickstarter the link will be in the description below and if it's not contact the den of nerds because he sabotaged it <laughs> uh, here we go our first odd the odds of lebo the droid appearing in live action lebo brock appearing in live action on screen at some point it's not a character I think of that much yeah like when it comes to Shadow of the Empires I think Dash Rendar and like mm-hmm. his ship uh, which but, his ship was in one of the prequels I believe yeah that's right oh yeah or no it was put in A New Hope or something it's somewhere yeah yeah like uh, isn't isn't it Rogue One that like uh, has a bunch of stuff or no I think I'm thinking of like the ghost from Rebels or something like that because yeah. I know like yeah. there's a whole Rebels thing um, well but like Lebo's a cool character that they could just throw in and like normal people will be like uh, but then people are like yeah so like uh, I've never thought of picking characters out of that so maybe like 60% like maybe down the road when they run out of other things to throw in uh, that sounds bad I th- but yeah I gotta go a little I gotta go around the same actually 63% I think that there's there's a way to sneak Lebo in not be like a main character but something in the background like yo get Lebo over there and then something like that in in a way Lebo would have been a great uh, character to throw in solo at some point because Dash Render is 
pretty much solo when you don't have Han Solo when Solo's frozen in carbonite. So I would yeah. uh, I, that would have been a nice little time. Plus with all the droid stuff that goes on, that that's that would have been a nice thing to see. But what is is so that yeah. never happened. All right, our next uh, the odds of Prince Shizor appearing on screen with Maul. Ooh, I would love that. Um, just another reason to make a solo movie. <laughs> um, I would say sixty-five percent, based on nothing, based on just like, oh, that would be sick. I guess like Crimson Dawn and Black Sun, where that we always kind of lump them together, even though they've, I don't think they've kind of existed at the same time. Uh, uh, it would be, it would be interesting. So. Uh, yeah, 65. I gotta go low. I think 30. Um, I, I 100% want this to happen, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I I, I just... Mm. I don't know. It, it makes sense to me. There's so much sense that it makes, but I feel like they're gonna stay away from all of that. And, you know, if we... Look, if we, if we yeah. get more Maul, I, I, I would love to see Crimson Dawn versus Black Sun or something like that. Then you can bring in Shizor like that um hopefully it doesn't show up as something like resistance like they did with thrawn and rebels and thrawn and rebels was great but i hope Shizor gets something a little bit uh bigger uh landscape to play around with because he's i think he's an interesting character for sure mm-hmm. and our final yeah. odd the odds of a disney plus series taking place between the empire strikes back and return of the jedi Ooh. i mean i think they should hit up all those things they should have uh they should always they should just fill in all the gaps though i guess technically they already are the star wars ongoing comic is now moving on uh closer to empire strikes back where they've ended it and it's like oh here's our new planets and it's da 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 hoth and it's like oh we're getting there so like i know that's not empire strike backs and return of the jedi but perhaps we're getting to those points um r- likelihood of on Disney Plus I'm going to say I'm going to go full Brock cuz I don't know like I want it but does everybody else want it Yeah I it's it's such a rich avenue to explore um there's so much that mm. can be done there and you, you think of what they're doing with Marvel on Disney Plus you know you I'm curious what their direction's going to be and if they're going to want to recast Mark Hamill. You know what I mean? If they want someone else to play mm. Luke Skywalker, are you going to want to do yeah. that? But it's such a rich time frame. Um, it's a rich time period that that the Disney brass seem to be obsessed over right now. Like everything is in the original trilogy. You know, God forbid you go somewhere else. It's got to be in there. Everything's got to look used. No more new Star Wars isn't new anymore. So, so, I mean, it's just, it's perfect. And there's so many opportunities. Obviously shadows of the empire explored it and did a great job of it. You know, I think, mm. especially for that time, with what we said, with the, the comics, the video games, the book, the soundtrack, all of the action figures, yeah. all that, they created Star Wars again through this in a way that the, it was different from the Thrawn trilogy, right? Where this felt, it did feel a lot more cinematic in a lot of ways. Uh, so I'm going to go, I got a full Brock this one too, because I just, it, it's so easy. It's almost too easy. 
How can you not want to explore a time when Han Solo is frozen in carbonite? Why not? Where did that plan come from? Show us the fruition of this plan. Show us the origins of it. Uh, but that might not happen. So I'm going full Brock. All right. Speaking of full Brock, <laughs> let's go to the hollow news. Hollow news. Hollow news. Welcome to the news you need to know right now. Um, it's the uh, we are quickly approaching san diego it might even be occurring right now i don't know i'm in a basement i don't know what's going on around me um uh and obviously a lot of things are gonna get dropped a lot of things are gonna get shown one of the big things uh star wars is showing this year is del rey's uh thrawn saga uh the third installment thrawn uh colon uh treason written by everyone's favorite timothy zahn uh, so it's been revealed, uh, this one will have to do a lot with, uh, Chiz or his home planet where, and it'll, and it is just revealed, I think this week that, uh, the character of Eli Vanto, who, if you remember for the first one was like his like protege sort of brought him through and got him to where he is. He had, wasn't seen in the second book. He has returned and he has gone to help the Chiz ascendancy. We're going to meet other Chiz like uh, uh, Thrawn, so that's really exciting. Uh, there's currently an excerpt on the Del Rey website, I believe, but if you just search Thrawn Treason, I'm sure it'll come up. There's, I think, an audiobook portion of it as well. Um, so check that out. It will be uh, released July 26th, and I'm excited. So I believe it will be for sale during San Diego. Uh, so I, roughly is the same time, but I guess they get a somewhat of a head start i don't know i don't know what's going on <laughs> and as we said uh earlier it was uh, scratch that that's an old story i shouldn't use that sorry about that we're wheeling and dealing we're always changing and uh, uh we'll go with this story diego luna recently said in an interview with uh i don't even know where but he was talking about rogue one and how he was disappointed with the ending not so much how it ended just where his character went he said i had i really realized that a character i loved in the universe i couldn't care more about was done but the tone of our film it plays honor to i believe the best times in this universe and obviously i say the best because it's when i was open and ready to receive that those star wars films left a very deep mark on me as the audience and as a filmmaker so it's like he was kind of bummed out. It's like, oh, that was a great, that was a great character. Why could, why couldn't he live on? But as we all know, Cassian Andor will be coming out on Disney Plus uh, in 2020, I believe. I don't know if they have an exact date yet. Um, but he said, uh, TV is where you have time to develop to see characters and do stuff that a film won't allow us. And I think the proximity sometimes with the audience becomes so much more profound with the connection. Uh, and he said on reuniting with uh, Alan Tudyk, who was K2SO, yeah, the dynamic with Alan was so special. It's going to be fun keep, to keep playing. So that's a lot of cool news to know about uh, the Cassian Endor movie, and like he's really devoted to that role. And so that's awesome. And then our final story, pretty brief, but I'm sure if you look up lightsaber, lightsabers, man. Uh, guiding traffic you'll see the story about there was a power outage in part of new york i believe and people took to the streets to help 
uh, bring down the chaos and <laughs> the video will show people are using their own plastic lightsabers to guide traffic around. That's what I call using the force. <laughs> and this has been Hollow News for another week and back to you. <laughs> yeah, that was a great uh, Hollow News. You did a great job. You're like a newscaster on that one. Good job. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to top five. Let's move on to top five. Okay. Top five. What's our top five I, this Just week? so you know, I was talking, but I muted my mic to you. Uh, so. Okay, great. So, <laughs> so everybody at home listening is like, why was Brock being a jerk? Uh, <laughs> why is Brock wearing different headphones? <laughs> <laughs> Magic. All right, here we go. Uh, this is our top five. Top five EU characters, expanded universe characters that did not appear in live action and we're not leading. Does that make sense? So it's top five non-cinematic characters that are not uh, at the forefront of the story. Cool? Are we all... Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. That probably makes no sense. Yeah. My number five is Jantosh from the animated series Droids. He looks like Rambo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he looks like Rambo. He's He helps out with um, the Avatar-looking creatures and that's a little, like, mm. just go watch droids again. Brock, you're number five. Number five is Shriv from Battlefront 2, because that guy is the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, he is the best. You're absolutely right. My number four is Prince Shizor. Sheezy in the heezy. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's a, I think he's a really cool villain with a good look and somebody that I would like to see more of going forward. And you know we mentioned him before, but I'm gonna go with Lebo from Ooh, uh, yeah. from uh, Shadows of the Empire because like eh, there's so many other characters. Like there's one in um, Force Unleashed. It's a fun droid character that kind of helps you with your storyline. He's like usually, oh, I'll fly you in and you jump out and shoot things. <laughs> I love it. My number uh, three, Commander Pyre. Because he's gold and he looks awesome. Ooh, yeah. And I've never actually seen him in a series or anything, but I'm going with him as my number three because I don't care. He's cool looking. Uh, my number three is going to be Hondo Inaka because he's the guy that keep bringing him back in all the series. Uh, uh, and now he's in the, the theme park. Like, that's awesome. I'm super psyched. <laughs> I wanted to put Hondo, but I had to give it to this guy. Hashtag bring back Teak. Bring Ooh. back Teak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring yeah, yeah, yeah. back Teak. <laughs> Bring him back, everybody. Brock, who's your number two? My number two, maybe this is bending the rules, but she's not exactly the main character. Sabine Wren from Rebels. I oh. think she could lead her own show by, by itself, and it's like, where did her and Ahsoka go? I wanted to put Ahsoka on here, but she seems like too much of a main character, so... Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, uh, my number one is Cad Bane. I think we're inching closer Cad and closer Bane. to seeing Cad Bane in live action. Yeah. Uh, but right now he's my number one character uh, from whatever our top five was. Brock, you're number one. Uh, my number one is, is Thrawn. I mean, what a great villain. What a great anti-hero. Like, let's go. I'm excited to read the third book. And, you know, it's he's got the legacy from the expanding universe or the like the legacy from the legacy <laughs> legends. Uh, mm -hmm. He's a great, really cool character. I'm glad they brought him back. So, yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. But he's no Teak. I'll say that. He's That's no true. I, I forget about is Teak, <laughs> which is Brock, crazy. 133 flawless wow. episodes. No technical if issues today at no, all. Zero. <laughs> zero. Not even one. Not one. Um, not not one. Flawless show. So this will be up in about four weeks from the time we recorded it. Yep. Uh, our three-year anniversary is coming up. It's wow. so emotional. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, our uh, service on the phone is going to die because we live in Canada where we don't get service. Yep. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Join our Patreon. Join our this, that, everything, whatever you want. Brock, just remember one thing. You were always scum. Technical difficulty scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.